0: In three, two, one seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This Fish. is the Smart 7 Best of 2020. Hello and welcome to the Smart 7 Best of 2020. I'm Jamie Easton. Over the next few days, we're going to look back at some of the biggest stories from the Smart 7 this year. Today, we're looking at the biggest stories from August, as we saw A-Level Chaos, Joe Biden nominated a Vice President, and we discovered a long-lost Ed Sheeran song. Oh, this episode might just be a little longer than our regular seven minutes. Tuesday the 4th of August saw a sudden and catastrophic event in Lebanon as the city of Beirut was devastated by a massive explosion. Yesterday afternoon saw a huge blast rock Beirut. It followed a fire at the port and was captured on video by plenty of eyewitnesses. The blast appears to have been caused by over 2,000 tonnes of ammonium nitrate which had been seized six years ago and stored in the port which caught fire and exploded. The blast was so strong it could be felt in Cyprus over 150 miles away. There are dozens of dead and thousands of injuries as a huge area was devastated by the explosion, including local hospitals. Sky News Middle East editor Zayn Jafar was reporting live from the immediate aftermath. There isn't a window that hasn't been blown out in this area. Uh, it is a very busy area uh, full of offices, uh, media companies, uh, shops and restaurants and, and cafes uh, which would have been open today. Uh, Lebanon has is, is re, uh, re-entered a sort of lockdown here because of COVID-19, but actually reopened the country on uh, today and tomorrow, which meant that there was a lot of traffic, a lot of football in downtown Beirut. The reopening of schools turned into a major drama in August as concerns about coronavirus were brushed aside by the government. The government continues to push ahead with schools reopening in a few weeks. Yesterday saw Boris on a school visit and he says it's the country's moral duty to get kids back in. Well, I just think over the last few months, teachers overall have done an incredible job looking after uh, pupils during the crisis, uh, but also getting ready for a full return to school in September. That's the crucial thing that we all want to see. Uh, it's it's not right that kids should uh, spend more time out of school. Uh, it's much, much better for their, for their health their mental well-being, their obviously their educational prospects. If everybody comes back to school full-time in September, it's our moral duty as a country to, to make sure that happens. With the A-level results in England due on Thursday there's increasing anxiety as in Scotland the predicted grade system has gone wrong with teacher predictions being downgraded, particularly in poorer areas. It's gone so wrong that First Minister Nicola Sturgeon had to step up and apologise. I do acknowledge that we did not get this right and I'm sorry uh, for that. But instead of doing what politicians uh, sometimes do and dig our heels in, we are determined to acknowledge that and to put it right. There are, of course, deeper questions that we will need to resolve for the longer term about the impact of exams on the attainment gap and on the difference between exams and teacher judgement. But the most immediate challenge is to resolve the grades awarded to pupils this year. Even though the exam results in Scotland were a mess, the government pushed ahead with an algorithm-based system which led to student protests and, and you're not going to believe this, a government U-turn. After more than a week of predicted trouble with A-levels and student protests across the country this weekend, the government finally gave in and did a U-turn. They'll now accept teacher grades as the final exam results instead of depending on the much maligned algorithm that appeared to discriminate against poorer schools and areas. Here's Education Secretary Gavin Williamson, a man in whom Boris expressed full confidence. (laughs) So over the weekend it became clearer to me that there were uh, a level of uh, uh, the number of students who were getting grades that uh, frankly they shouldn't have been getting and should have been doing a lot better. The first course would be to always make sure that we have the most robust and broad ranging appeals process and that's what we had worked to ensure that was put in place, but it became evident that further action needed to be taken. It was an election year in the United States and once Joe Biden had won the nomination for the Democrats, the big question was who would he pick as his vice-presidential candidate? Kamala Harris was announced yesterday as Joe Biden's vice-presidential pick and the Biden team released video of the Zoom call in which he broke the news to her. Hi, 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 sorry to keep you. That's all right. You ready to go to work? Oh my God, I'm so ready to go to work. First of all, is the answer yes? The answer is absolutely <laughs> yes, Joe, and I'm ready to work. I am ready to do this with you, for you. I, I just, I'm just deeply honoured and I'm very excited. And this is why she's the nominee. At the first Biden-Kamala joint event last night, she really let Donald have it. Trump is also the reason millions of Americans are now unemployed. He inherited the longest economic expansion in history from Barack Obama and Joe Biden. And then, like everything else he inherited, he ran it straight into the ground. We're not claiming to be psychic on the Smart 7, but we did predict the US election results back in August. Well, not as personally, but we know a guy who did... Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Professor Alan Lickman, who predicted Trump's 2016 election victory, has his 2020 prediction. He uses his own unique system with 13 key indicators to analyse how the electorate will respond. And he's already done the maths for Trump versus Biden. Please predict that Trump will lose the White House. Don't just take my word for it. There are forces at play outside the keys. Voter suppression, Russian meddling. It's up to you, the voter, to decide the future of our democracy. So get out and vote. Vote in person. Vote by mail. As Abraham Lincoln said, the best way to predict the future is to choose it. It's been a big year for podcasts, <clears throat> and Spotify in particular, as they sign content deals with some big names, including Joe Rogan and the former First Lady. Michelle Obama launched a new podcast last week, and in her second episode, she opens up about how she's feeling. And given the current climate, it's not surprising that she's feeling a bit depressed. There have been periods throughout this quarantine where I just have... Felt too low, you know. I've gone through those emotional highs and lows that I think everybody feels, where you just don't feel yourself. And sometimes I've there've been a, a week or so where I had to surrender to that and not be so hard on myself and say, you know what, you're just not feeling that treadmill right now. Ed Sheeran took most of 2020 off, but he did make the news when a lost song was discovered. Ed Sheeran is one of the world's most successful solo artists. But did you know he recorded his first album when he was just 13? It was called Spinning Man, and there were only 20 copies burnt onto CD. Apparently, it was mainly songs about a girl called Claire who broke his heart. And now a copy is up for auction. We might have found a copy, or it could be something else entirely. Just, it's weird, have a listen. Oh, Claire, I really want to take you over there. Think you've got lovely hand if I had money I'd buy you a bed or maybe we could go to the fair click This has been the smart set. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow at seven. Please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on Alexa. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.